I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. I'm Stuart Friesen, and you're listening to the Always Race Day Podcast. What's up, guys? Uh, this is the first of two times you're going to hear me say what's up, guys. Uh, I went to the emergency room on Tuesday night, split my chin open, uh, screwed up my gums a little bit. Uh, I'm all good. I'm feeling good. Kind of shaken. I don't know. The ER doctor was like at the end of getting a shot, a tennis shot, stitches, and I like I hate needles. I hate like everything about it. And so I'm kind of feeling like I'm done and everything. And the dude just looks at me and he he goes, yeah, and you know, it sounds like you hit pretty hard. You you might possibly have a concussion, so I'd be careful. I, 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 I just that was pretty apparent. I just asked if I could get a, con- a concussion test because I I know every high school football coach is pretty certified or at least somewhat certified to give a kid a concussion test. Like, I feel like it's not something very difficult to learn. I was like, can anyone here give me one? And he goes like, no, you'll be fine. You know, just kind of pay attention to it. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go watch some sprint cars with some fireworks in the background. And, you know, if uh, if anyone sees me laying on the ground at pit road at Hughes, it's just uh, come punch me in the shoulder, wake me up a little bit. <laughs> just, just take some earplugs with you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I'm I'm doing all good. I feel fine. I know what day it is. I know what uh, my middle name is. Thanks to Damon. Uh, you guys are about to hear that. Uh, we so what happened was we recorded on Tuesday after I played hockey. I didn't know how serious the cut was. I sent some pictures to my aunt. She's a doctor up in Iowa City. Uh, so she said, "Yeah, go go get stitches and stuff." And um, for a little bit, I was not too concerned. Uh, but yeah, I definitely, uh, went and got stitches and, and all that. So you'll, you'll hear me, uh, say all that and, um, really off the wall episode between us. Cause we were waiting for Ryan to join the zoom. Uh, he overslept, which is, well, didn't oversleep, just fell asleep, which is fine. Uh, so yeah, you're going to hear that in a sec. It's pretty left, right, like just my ADHD mind really kicking in. So um, it's kind of out there, but uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, And we do talk to Ryan Timms at the end. So appreciate you guys listening and uh, enjoy your race weekend. We'll be up at Houston's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 58 of the Always Race Day podcast presented by the Carlotto Group. If you're looking for a car uh, to get you to your hockey game uh, and then back to your apartment uh, to hop on the podcast mic and then potentially to the emergency room, uh, call the Carlotto Group because they can deliver you a vehicle that can do all that and you might need one someday. I might need one tonight. We'll get into that later. small abrasion small cut on my gum uh at hockey tonight but uh yeah we'll get we'll get into it later episode 58 i'm connor ferguson here with uh damon helgewald don't worry about me i'll be fine i think he's still bleeding out folks don't let him lie to you my chin is still bleeding uh wait i think it stopped i've used this napkin a lot and i'm not really sure what's old no no it is still bleeding all right at least we know it doesn't seem like a deep cut just kind of wide i don't know i don't know man you'll be fine i don't like i don't like stitches i don't like 
emergency rooms. I don't necessarily like doctors that don't regularly see me. Uh, but yeah. No, well, let, you'll be fine. Let's uh, let's preview uh, the weekend a little bit here uh, before we have our guest on, and uh, you guys will hear about the uh, the incident, I guess, in the middle. Uh, I didn't really explain what happened. I just teammate blindsided me. We turned to the same spot at the same time, so freak accident, whatever. Uh, anyways, Houston's. I'm leaving uh, Wednesday uh, to go up, cover four days of racing up there. Hopefully still uh, I plan on it. That's the goal, I guess, right now. Um, how do you like David Gravel's new paint scheme? I actually like it. I, I, I think re- it'll look better on the on the uh, track. I, I like it. I even like the pictures. I'm a fan, though, of, of light-colored race cars. Like, they just stand out, especially at night. They just stand out a lot better. And I'll I'll give it to you because it's white and red and there's very little black on it. The only thing I can't stand about sprint car paint schemes is every damn one is red, black, and white. Not everyone. Same colors as some terrible organizations like the Blackhawks, NC State, who always loses when you bet on them, uh, and the Nazis, just to name a few. Really bad, really bad teams. I didn't, I didn't say they were equally as bad. Just really bad teams is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Not the side of teams you want to be on. No, no. God, this is such a weird dynamic. My teeth feel like they're 40 pounds. This is my flu game, Damon. I'm back to embracing it. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you, you'll swell up a little bit. Um, teeth are going to dry out a little bit and it's going to be tough to eat some food. Yeah, I'm going to have to go order some pudding, aren't I? Yeah. You're going to, you're going to want some ice cream, ice cream, much better. It helps. It helps. I don't need the pounds on, on the ice cream, man. Well, what the hell's pudding going to do for you? Less pounds. Pudding's got to be healthier than ice cream. Absolutely. I don't think he's coming out here. I think he's pretty, pretty tired of my shit tonight. Ice cream is a dual is a dual thing for you though because it use you can use the uh, coldness to bring down the swelling, and it tastes good. I was already trying to ice it with a pink Whitney bottle that was in my fr- freezer, and uh, I kept bumping my front tooth and like wringing it. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not probably using glass is not a great idea. Well, I don't. I... Do you not have like a bag of peas or a bag of corn? You think I eat peas or corn? You should. You're worried about you're worried about ice cream putting on the extra pounds, and now here you are saying I have some like, Detroit Detroit Motor Company frozen pizza in the fridge. It's deep dish, so that's hard to rip off. So I probably uh, can't eat much of that unless I warm it up a lot. Um, Got some, yeah, nothing soft in there right now. So that's uh, that's going to spell trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble. Uh, anyways, Houston's. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be an exciting uh, exciting weekend. Four, four days? Yep, yep. Four days of action. Um, 100 grand to win on saturday night and uh kind of a unique format they run 
So Wednesday is completely separate. It's a makeup show. It's a regular World of Outlaws race. Okay, no issues there. We all understand that. Uh, it's basically like Eldora. Uh, when anytime they run any of their crown jewel events, the first day is the same, uh, and it doesn't matter for the second day really much because they use that stupid ass wheel. Anyways, I'm really on it tonight. Jesus. Anyways, uh, so days two and three, essentially, are, were the regularly scheduled days one and two of the uh, weekend, um, and they'll have points, and the top four guys will earn their way to a king of the hill on Saturday. The next four guys will be, I think, heat race winners from Saturday, and the lineups are set by points. So days two and three matter immensely, and that is everything that i can ask for everything that i can ask for and everything that the fans can ask for i think um because there's no reason to watch two days of qualifying for it to barely matter on the third yeah i mean it'll still be fun that's gonna be fun either way exactly no i like i'm saying i like their format you do like it yeah now there is an invert somewhere in there that's what i was waiting for i don't yeah i don't like that but i think it's an invert on the heat races during the prelim days if i'm not mistaken i'd look it up that'd be a good like podcast host thing to do uh except it's a, a good thing to do yeah my head's been hazy sorry yeah so uh we are diagnosing connor uh with a lip injury as well as a laceration to the chin and a mild concussion out three to four weeks day to day i'm not out three to four weeks i'm podcasting right now i'm literally in the game damon out three to four weeks putting them on the il like i'm not i'm not sure what you think here We'll reevaluate at the end. Well, boy needs to. Uh, he he is he has got himself a concussion. Uh, everybody, dim your lights and make as least amount of noise possible. That'll yeah. Help so they're they're just inverting. They're just inverting the heat races on the prelim nights. Okay. And the king of the hill will not be drivers uh, deking it out for a win. It will be who can put down the best lap. So that uh, that kind of king of the hill format is very, uh, very David Gravel favored, I would say. Yeah. Guy knows how to call Well, and especially at that track, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's always good there. So you, you just tweeted this feature's not like the heats, and that's unfortunate. Yes, I did. What's that mean? They've had a caution every other lap for the last 12 laps. Oh, nice. It's really bad. Like, it's ridiculous. In fact, Joe Duvall tweeted that it was a uh, starting to turn into a B-Mod uh, uh, feature. Oh, they're going faster than that. Well, they're still wrecking every other lap. Did you see the modified division had five cars? the other night oh i i did not see that yeah but it's uh it's frustrating to watch this because it goes one good lap and then somebody wrecks and then one good lap somebody wrecks and it's turning into a b mod feature because everybody's wrecking 
at Springfield after what was a really good heat uh, set of heat races. Like three of the four heat races had a last lap pass and all four heat races were determined. The leader was determined by a slide job. It was awesome. It was probably some of the best racing I've seen all year. That sucks that that is what it transpired into though. Exactly. It's now turned into who can keep their car straight the longest. And it's not like they've got a field of, you know, 30 cars. It's, there was 24. I, I don't even think there was 24. I think they started 22 tonight. So, and another caution. All right. Hey, should I web MD? What's going on with my tooth? What's going on with your tooth? Or I guess with my gums. I mean, you can. <sighs> Cut gums, what should I do? Cut your teeth out. It's the only only thing to save it. It says never put aspirin or any other painkiller against the gums near the aching tooth because it may burn the gum tissue. What? Aspirin's a pill. Yeah, but it it can if it coats through. There's a coating on the outside of those. So, you know, if you hold it in your hand long enough, it melts like an M&M, right? Okay, I see what the coating like that will then go away and then that goes automatically into your I'm going to specify it. Cut gums by way of hockey. I'm not looking for a common dental problem. I thought WebMD was for... It's for health. I was thinking it was going to say your tooth was going to fall out and it was going to be funny. No, no. I think they've cleaned up their act. That's good. They were on a tear for a long time. I had some friends that would be texting me like, yeah, I think I have, I think I have scurvy. I believe I'm like, I, I would probably tell you, you probably don't. You, you could, you could very you well. I definitely could, but I, yeah, I just don't feel well. It's not really my symptoms of scurvy. Yeah. Um, it could be, but it's probably not. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they it used to like throw out the most insane just stuff. Uh, it, I mean, the, the place was a the place used to be a joke site. It was awesome. Yeah, it literally. I mean, every symptom that you could put in was like, yeah, you should see a doctor. You're gonna get attacked by an alligator next week. I mean, as long as you're not, uh, as long as you're not bleeding too bad, you should be fine. Just wrap it up a little bit and the alligator won't fight back. So you're good right. so in your case, you know, just, uh, put a little bit of gauze on it. You should be good. Yeah. And if, you know, if I'm able to, and I can, you know, I, I always carry garlic in my car to fend off alligators. 
So well, that, I, that fends off uh, that fends off vampires. I don't know about alligators. I feel like any any ferocious animal is uh, he's gonna get turned off by the garlic. And at the very least, if he thinks I'm giving him food, it's gonna be a little sour for him. It's true. This is true. So now there is a chance uh, that Ryan fell asleep, and in which case. We're just going to put this episode up on a different day, and we might have to record a third segment. Oh, oh, thanks, Zach. Zach just put a wet paper towel right on the computer keyboard, and now the screen's turning yellow. Well, that's okay. It's it's supposed to do that. Yeah, that was, Jesus. I'm going to have to cut that for sure. We don't cut a lot of stuff on this pod, guys. I don't know if that's funny. I mean... Hey, can, I, you, can you give me a beer? I'm trying to get the swelling to go down. I think I've determined that it's okay. It has stopped bleeding. Yeah, uh, you'll be good. Yeah, I think I'm fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. Your body, your choice. Yeah, well, now we're getting political on the podcast again. And you know what I say about politics is someone needs to take out Tom Ricketts, allegedly. Okay. We could have gone this entire episode without you doing that. I was, I got, I got some stuff up my sleeve. You got some stuff up your sleeve? Yeah, to handle Tom. Oh, boy. We're gonna, I'm gonna make a call to action. All right, and I'm gonna do heavy heavy editing to this uh, tomorrow to make sure that it is uh, right for you guys. Um, no, uh, we won't shame Ryan Timms. He's, he's one of like five guys uh, that, well, he's a recurring guest now, Damon. Okay. So, I, do we have to hold him to a higher standard? I think he's good. I mean, he, the guy just got done winning three races in a span of, what, three days? So, should I call Ayrton and ask him and, and just say, hey, Ryan couldn't come on? Do you want to uh, one up him tonight? <laughs> <laughs> you can do the age debate for him, too. Oh, boy. Let's talk about uh, what we're going to see this weekend. I'll save all this. We'll chop it up. I'll edit it. We'll figure out what to do with Ryan. And uh, when you're hearing this, I could be at Houston's. We'll uh, we'll have it all in the interview. So after in about actually about 20 minutes from now, you'll probably start hearing the interview and figuring out which days we recorded which segments. We'll recap it. I'm glad we took you on this roller coaster. If I sound like I can't talk, uh, it's partially just because I'm dumb, but mostly because he can't. Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, So the Hell Tour is in action Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, and I believe through... Through the weekend. Through the weekend, yeah. Yep. They run through the weekend with the Outlaws in Peevely. That's where it went. I see it now. I had to open up a folder. That's going to be fun. I like that they're uh, combo comboing that event, um, especially because it was always dumb when they'd have a World of Outlaws race. 
during hell tour season and it's like you're racing the same vehicle that mm-hmm. you you just scheduled on top of yourself right yeah and they 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 schedule on top of themselves in the own in their own governing body it's crazy isn't it that's what i mean that it like guys let's think some stuff out and i think the health tour grows every year i want to see it grow more um it is really hard to you know you you almost have to throw out unreal money to get people to commit to doing the full the full thing Uh, i like i like that they do a weekly bonus so you you have many tours you have like eight weeks of many seasons Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I apologize. This audio is going to suck. I'm spitting out of my mouth right now. So I feel bad guys. My bad. Um, but yeah, you, you have like a ton of stuff that's helping. Um, and it's only getting bigger. Uh, but I, I don't think we've really seen it in the, like in the entry list, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll be nice to see a little bit of that crossover too, like you were mentioning, but it'd be nice to see some of those, uh, quote unquote, bigger names crossing over a little bit and giving, giving certain guys a run for their money. Yeah, absolutely. I do like it. Uh, Bobby Pierce, Brian Shirley, Jason Fager, uh, and now Gordy Gundaker. I've all met, um, and like gotten to see their talent in the hell tour. Uh, the first race I've ever watched Chris Simpson win was his hell tour race at Davenport. There you go. He's always been a nice guy to me as a cool ass bush light helmet. It's the best helmet in late model racing. I was talking to, I was shooting the shit with Gordy and I was like, so everyone on this side of the garage, y'all, uh, or I said, is everyone here? Uh, like bush light guys. And he goes, yeah, well this side of the pits at least is, I think all these guys are. <laughs> say I'll park next to each other every night. So I always, uh, I always enjoyed seeing them and learning their names from the hell tour, uh, and doing the dirt draft lineups and, and doing that. And that was, uh, super cool to me. I'm going to start posting those again, by the way, they fixed their app. They sent me like a, what can we do to improve it? And so you I'm got- guessing, I'm guessing it was like something with Android. I'm guessing they didn't purposely make their app not work. Right. So it's working again for me. I'm back into it, logged back in all that. So we're, we're all clear there. Uh, and I love their products. So we're going to start uh, doing a lot more with that too. Um, let's see. Uh, Lucas oil late models. Meanwhile, are at Lernerville this week for the firecracker 100. It's one of my absolute favorite tracks uh, for late models for anything. That's one of the first late model races I watched live was at Lernerville. You watched it live, you say? One of the first ones I watched like live on, on, awesome. uh, on Dirt Vision yeah. or, on, or on whatever it was. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. So, yeah. And I, I love, I love watching late models and, and I've told you this and, and said this multiple times, but, um, sorry yeah. guys, I keep pausing cause I'm like dabbing blood. I, yeah, you're good. You're good, Damon. Go ahead. I, I enjoy watching late models run. Um, they're a lot of fun to, to see them just sling those big cars all over the track, um, is, is a lot of fun to see. Where is, uh, Bobby Pierce coming from? Bobby Pierce, uh, he ended up second. Um, he, uh, yeah, he ended up second. 
is where he ended up finalized finishing. I think he started like, I want to say like seventh or ninth or something like that, but I can't remember off the top of my head. So we got second, Brian Shirley won, Max Blair, Logan Martin, Kyle Beard, round out the top five. Yep. Also, for everyone saying I hate F1, I I was just about to say Peyton Freeman's a great driver. I think I already did on this podcast, and he drives the F1 car. (laughs) Yes, he does. Stop saying that. Stop spreading those fake news rumors about me. (laughs) I love the F1 car. The F1 car. You love the F1 car. Yeah, that one specifically. Yeah, you uh, don't love this one. Now, someone did tweet a second ago that Ryan Unzicker is my hero. And I talked to him last week. And he's a great guy. I just, what what happened that that got tweeted? It's a good question. Okay. I don't, I've been doing this, so I can't really tell you. It's kind of difficult to. Oh, this girl doesn't follow me back. See both. I'll show her. Big unfollow. I don't know. They kept showing Unzicker's car afterwards. He was in a wreck. And then they kept showing his car after uh, on the cool down lap. So I honestly have no idea what happened. All right. Let's uh, let's go into, Oh, we do have a silver crown race this weekend. Uh, uh, Madison, the first pavement race of the year, I believe. I'm excited about that. I like watching silver crown. You know that it's, closest thing they got to the, the big show uh i guess uh on the usac docket non-wing sprint cars in uh wisconsin of course for them as well all weekend uh down at wilmot on saturday and at angel park on sunday uh arca is also at elko now that i've gotten all that out of the way uh the nascar cup series goes back to nashville and as i said on the last episode damon when NASCAR is given a second chance to hold an event at a new place, they've kicked it out of the park like a kickball game. And I don't know why I brought up the sport of kickball, but they've kicked it through the uprights from the end zone in an arena football field. Okay. Dead yeah. center. Dead center would have been good from 65. Looked like the Texas tech kicker against Iowa state. Yep. So I'm It'll excited be interesting I'm because it really was a good race last year there. Like it was, it was a good race there last year. So it'll be interesting to see what they do to, uh, to one up it as an event as a whole. I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to promote Nashville. Let's be honest. Yeah, I think so too. I like Nashville fairgrounds better, but actually with these cars, I mean, this is going to be better than what Nashville fairgrounds is. Mm-hmm. Cause they don't, I don't, I haven't, until I see them race a good race on a short track, I'm not going to believe in the short track package. Well, you know we'll see they, uh, they tested the dirt, uh, dirt track underbody at Martinsville today in a tire really? test. Really? Yeah, so we, um, can you write a blog on that? About, uh, yeah, I can. It, I can yeah. too. It's uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, there wasn't a whole lot said about it other than they just ran it. I mean, that's, that's all that there was, was said about from Bob today. Um, 
So yeah, it'll be, that'll be interesting to see, I guess, you know, if they decide to go with that, I can't imagine they will this year, but who knows? Yeah. Um, I would just do it. I mean, I, I get it. It would be, it'd be good to do it, but you know, well, my issue is, my issue is, are are you going to let it suck or are you going to try something? Oh, they'll let it suck because then yeah, they're... we and we saw it suck with the 550. Yeah, and I know, I know, I'm kind of contradicting myself here, but NASCAR has been slow to change at times in certain specific uh, circumstances. That what a tongue twister there, and I did it with an injured tongue. So I, I don't see any other podcasters out here that could have gone to the ER and stayed home to podcast. That's all I'm saying. I just want my credit. Okay, I'll stop being a prima donna now. Well, actually, you're going to hear me be a prima donna again because we recorded the segments reverse. Uh, don't blame Ryan Thames, please. I think I've covered my basis that I was worried about. Uh, <laughs> I think so. No, but mile and a half, they kick ass. They're doing good on mile and a half. We've had 16 races. We've had a lot of really good races this year. It's been a great season. Um, I'm excited to see. Maybe we get a surprise winner. Maybe we get, you know, it's, you almost throw the whole thing out the window too of, you know, who ran well there last year. Right. You don't have the same package. The cars are different. It's basically a new track. So I think I think that's how I would treat it on the on the books. I'll look at who's performed well in mile and a half this year, and um, that's probably going to be how I pick that race. But anytime like that's like an option, especially this year, like the race has turned out amazing, right? Bristol Dirt right. was great. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones stuff that wasn't like stuff that i guess was um, it was there last year but like they've always raced at tracks like that i mean fontana was a great race uh-huh. if we're if we're looking at if we're looking at a return to a place gateway was a good race coda, coda was different but it's a road course so you just call it like a road course right um actually coda, coda, also, coda sucked Coda also didn't have rain this year, so that was yeah, a little exactly. bit more Um Outside that, they haven't really gone anywhere for a second. I mean, the truck race at Knoxville this last weekend, another prime example of that for the most part. So, um, yeah, I mean, Nashville is, Nashville is going to have – a good market it's going to have fans in the stands um especially during a cup weekend just because it's easy to promote nashville and and let's be honest everybody likes to uh likes to go to nashville i mean i want to go to nashville i can't but i'd love to yeah just wait until uh chris has more money I just want to go to party in Nashville that, and then, you know, if the race happens to be there the same time I go, well, that's a double win for me. Do you have any, any doubts in yourself? Like you couldn't handle, you couldn't get hit on a dingus in 30 minutes there. Oh, especially when your dad did <laughs> just it. Just shit. Especially yeah. when your dad did it twice in 10. So we yeah. can't, we can't take him again. No, we have to take him again. 
it didn't get you any close. Well, I guess it kind of did. It, it did. It got, a, it got me closer. It just didn't get me in the door. Cause we weren't there long. You know what it was? I didn't hear Florida Georgia line when I was there. No, but you heard everything else. The artist of love. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, no, the only, uh, only other thing I want to talk about is I was at up at uh, downtown Des Moines today. Um, and I know the IndyCar guys were very apologetic to me until I told them, you do not need to say sorry to me. It's whatever. I just feel bad for the people that read the release uh, that we put out um, and that they typoed East 13th Street as just 13th Street. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm also of the opinion that you're an idiot for having one that's just the same name with an East in front of it. Like, name it Lightning McQueen Boulevard, please. Can we get on that? Okay. There's plenty of options out there. You can name it after Jeff. Michael and that does not have a street named after him in the state of Iowa. Probably Same with Bre- Brett Moffat is the only guy from Iowa to win in win a championship in NASCAR's top three premier series. And he does not have a street named after him. I think it's bullshit, inherent bullshit. Uh, and I'm getting pretty sick of it. Pretty sick of it. Uh, how do you know that there's not one in the town of Grimes that's named after him where he's originally from? I've drove through there. I don't, didn't see one. Well, just if there is, drunk. if there is, correct me if I'm wrong. I want to go sit on it and take a picture. I like like sitting on objects in the in the air. It's fun. Anyways, uh, yeah. So they typoed the release. Um, so it was basically I parked by where I thought they were going to do interviews, mm-hmm. and there was nothing down there, and that should have tipped me off. But I didn't realize there was like an East Thirteenth Street, so I just started walking. Uh, it kind of along Grand Avenue, and I was like, I'll run into it, hopefully. Uh, so I walked for like 25 minutes and then got a ride from one of the higher ups at IndyCar to the other side and got to check out, uh, one half of the show and it was sweet, dude. They, and Joseph Newgarden, he, he started like the first pass coming down. I guess he stalled out. So he was worried about it. Uh, and they got it figured out. They got the engine fired up again. Uh, and everything was good, but going back up the hill, he just floor it. He was fast as hell. Um, so then they come back down the second time. They do like a little meet and greet with fans. They gave this little girl that was like mystified, uh, looking at Joseph in, in the car. Uh, they gave her an autographed, uh, Indy car. Oh, that's cool. So that was sweet. Another little girl got, uh, Indy car that was autographed by every Indianapolis 500 entry that's even better so like that's really like just you know girls don't typically like race cars right right y'all will hopefully not berate me at that statement i think it's great that they just gave it to two little girls and hopefully that sprouts their fandom because that was a cool event i think they love doing it i think they from what i was told from them they plan on doing it again next year they plan on making it bigger next year they plan on hopefully having more of a street to drive down. Uh, so did you get your question asked on how many tickets they have currently sold for this week? Or for I, did not, I did not get a chance to talk to anyone with knowledge of it. Um, still interested uh, in that. I might just send them an email in a week or two here. Uh, maybe like right after the 4th of July. 
when it's a little closer and we'll figure it out but you guys um when I, I, i'm not like trying to do a promotion for indy car here this is like 100 percent my opinion and as genuine as it gets if you are on the fence or interested remotely in indycar or blake shelton tim mcgraw florida georgia line and gwen stefani if you've ever wanted to see any one of them in concert your ticket to the race weekend and i'm not sure what the cheapest ticket is out there right now damon if you do a quick little search go for it um your ticket to the race weekend gets you into all four or all four concerts for free right Uh, it's one is uh i believe saturday pre-race is saturday pre-race i think is uh tim mcgraw saturday post-race is florida georgia line and then sunday is gwen stefani before the race and blake shelton after right so i i think this is the best chance that the best event bang for your buck the tickets could be f1 prices and i could almost justify it all right it'd be close for for the uh two or for the flex stands which is their cheapest option for the two day is 110 dollars that's both days you get both days for 110 dollars that's the cheap option both days for 110 yep that that's sweet yep both days for 110 uh that's as of right now it will run through july 15th at that price and then ticket prices go up so get your tickets early buy them now don't walk up don't treat it like it's a knoxville weekly race this is a huge event they want it to be a festival if you guys want a cup race in iowa get the hell out there it's gonna be sick yeah, this, if you've been on the fence of of going to the Iowa Speedway to see a race, whether you're an IndyCar fan or not, here's your opportunity. You need to take advantage of it. Yeah, and I swear when I say this, um, and I was telling the the PR guys this because they they came down from they're guys from Detroit. The, these are not the same. Uh, I guess they were down here for the doubleheader in 2020. Uh, and I think they saw they saw two night races, and it was okay. Uh, I think that was the lowest I've seen IndyCar's popularity dip. Honestly, the buzz about IndyCar in 2020 was not there. Scott Dixon won a lot of races. Well, well I mean, I, you move, you move the Indy 500 out of May. I mean, that kind of played a factor into it. So you have obviously COVID taking over. That plays a major factor into it. Um, not getting people as many people to the tracks plays a factor into it. And, um, so when, when you change things up, as we have known from, you know, NASCAR changing dates from certain racetracks, when you change things up, it really, it really is good, but it's also, it also hurts. It, you know, it hurts attendance. It hurts a lot of different things when, when things change. So, um, having, having these two dates being pretty well promoted is going to be interesting to see what happens. And I think the drivers love the promotion, what they're doing. Uh, I was talking to Jack Harvey, just like of how unique it was. He threw out a first pitch of an, at an iCubs game Saturday. Um, and that's the first time he's thrown a baseball. <laughs> yeah. 
He threw one Wednesday, I guess. I think he practiced for it. There you go. Uh, yeah, and and then they got to test, and like, it's just that is such a unique sport, man. They're really trying. They are. Tr- they care about their fans. They take care of their fans, and y'all got to show it that you want a cup race because I want a cup race. And mm-hmm. when I say that five of the six races I watched live at Iowa Speedway in 2019 delivered epic finishes, I'm not joking. IndyCar Iowa will deliver an epic race. It always has, yeah. it always will. And I'm beyond excited for this year. Uh, and this week was uh, fantastic to see. Yeah, it uh, it puts on a, a really really good race um looking forward to looking forward to seeing it especially the night race it generally puts on the best race uh, not trying to change subjects but i have to because i'm watching this uh pure stock feature from springfield and i just want to point out that a grocery getter just won the race so, what a grocery getter what's that you need to look it up and is that like a, is that like a normal car it is a style of a car hold on yeah you gotta look it up i do it's want to cool. i do want to apologize to the fans one more time because this this has been an off off the rails edition of the podcast we're doing it to to get you ryan tim's um grocery getter racing um don't even look up racing just look up car just look up grocery getter car oh my god i love that yeah it's a straight up station wagon is what it is is this like a famous dragster no it could be the one that you it might look, be looking it at. looks like an ozark mountain super shifter i mean the one you're looking at could be but i'm saying like you look up just a regular yeah i mean that's basically uh it's a drag car it's not some, famous, yeah no there's but, it should be famous damn it yeah but look up you know just you can you could have just like, told me it was a ghostbusters car straight up station wagon with that, a shorter wheel set this guy's driving a straight up station wagon and it's awesome that's sweet all right well thank you guys uh for listening again um this was my flu game. I'm the real MVP. Okay, MJ, chill out. I don't see Tom Ricketts putting on performances like this, nor the Cubs. I just found out they're in last place of the entire league. But don't worry, it's not like 2012 or 13. It's not like that. It's it's much worse. There's Anyways. no hope at the end of the tunnel. Until that guy lets go of the damn team, there's not going to be for me. And I hate it. I hate not cheering for my team. I hate not watching the games. I hate not being excited for, you know, what's to come. Uh, And on top of it, the Stars just hired the head coach they embarrassed in the Western Conference uh, Finals in 2020. So uh, that sucks. Um, Now, he does have a past relation with... Uh, Joe Pavelski, I believe it was all hockey, no sexual there. Uh, so that could change, uh, but he's pretty hard on goalies. 
Um, and this is either going to be a great thing for Jake Ottinger or the uh, worst thing ever. And uh, all my teams are going to suck. So I'm really positive and happy that I can watch race cars and think about race cars all day. Uh, and hopefully I won't be uh, bleeding onto the shirt I wear to bed tonight. So I have to find an old shirt to wear. There you go. Dark colors, dark yeah, colors. Maybe, maybe my I'm with Tom Ricketts shirt will do. Well, there you go. I don't have one of those, just for the record. All right. If I were well, to campfire, and then you'd come home shirtless, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. You have anything left to say to him? Any hot takes? Um, no, no hot takes, but. Uh, drag racing in norwalk ohio and uh, the nhra is in norwalk ohio and that's about it looking forward to a full weekend all right so you're either about to listen to me right after i got hurt or you're going to listen to ryan Timps. um so enjoy the break there might be an ad in the middle uh happy day whatever day it is that you're listening to it let's uh let's go for the houston high bank nationals i'm excited let's uh let's go have a week Okay. What's up, guys? Uh, so I should stop talking about how like I'm limping along uh, to each uh, trip we go on, and like we're just getting there. You know, it's very unorganized, thrown together at times. Just uh, tore the crap out of my lip, Damon. Oh boy. Yeah, I uh, got oh a big cut on my chin. Uh, real fifty-fifty on if I'm going to the ER tonight. Uh, but I'm podcasting, podcaster of the year, nominating myself for this flu game performance do a big interview with the next jeff gordon are you yeah i well am i the are next you, jeff gordon no are you the are you gonna win the podcaster of the year i hope so this i this has gotta be up there for i just tore the crap out of my mouth playing hockey that's not good well yeah the people that wear cages just got a big win today cage definitely beat See? half shield Definitely should have the cage. I can see better. It's all about vision. If I went no face, no shield on the face mask like Jamie Ben, I probably wouldn't have even hit my te- my tooth at all. It would have all gone nose. Well, what's the chances of you going to the ER? Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, currently just texting people that I think would be health sensitive. You know what would you need to go for you're not bleeding uh, out. The, the chin one doesn't really stop bleeding and then uh, the, is it a deep cut oh uh, kind of not really i don't know not really sure uh the chin one i don't know yeah let's see doesn't look that bad uh, yeah it is still bleeding that's cool i think you should just hold that there for a while for yeah hopefully yeah. hopefully it closes up well, no, but. Does anyone know a dentist awake at this hour? It's only 9.45. Are you two? Not many of them. Oh, this is a work group chat. No, kind of. I figure if anyone knows a dentist, Chris has got to be the guy. You're obviously. This bottle one stops if you hold it long enough, so that's good. Well, that's that's the point. I think it's it'll be fine. Fine pressure. From analysis from five 
people that just happen to play hockey, uh, I, I was told it shouldn't require stitches. Oh, great. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid analysis. I like that result. I don't think it requires stitches. It doesn't look deep enough. No, like this one, like it might be a scar on the chin. I'm not worried about that as much. It's just like I put like a, it's, there's like a cut in my gum and it's still leaking out blood, you know? Well, and I, I held it there earlier when it was pouring and I, my gums are just dry as hell now. Yeah, that tends to happen. I think someone's going to listen to this like Thursday and they're going to be like, geez, he should, he should be in the ER right now. What's he doing? I uh, I cut my finger opening a can of uh, um, can of corned beef, sliced it completely up. Both yeah. my index finger and my my middle finger didn't stop. So that was pretty. Medical yeah. advice being handed out. I sent Ryan to just making sure you saw the link. So I was a little late because my uh, collapsing on the rink and making sure I didn't spit any blood onto the roller hockey surface was critical in being seven minutes late yeah that's probably a good idea that only cost me like 35 seconds but still anyways race cars are cool gonna go see them tomorrow i'm watching them currently trying to keep up here. how is the hell tour going well they've had three cautions in the first 15 laps uh -huh. jason Fegger has just brought out the most recent caution uh. Who's, who's at fault for these cautions, Damon? Who's, who do you think's the one driver that you could put, pick on? Um, they're all at fault. Oh, wow. The entire series? No, the, them themselves that are bringing it out. Oh, you're just dry. Okay, that's fair. We got a chance of a first-time winner in the Hell Tour series happening. Peyton Freeman? He's out front right now. I was very impressed with his driving when I saw him at Davenport. He's led every lap. He's won his heat. He set quick time. There's also uh, Joe Godsey is out there as well. Out front as well with him. Yeah, yeah, that will. Uh, we'll edit out that dead air unless you just unless you just listen to a bunch of dead air. Uh, that means I have a concussion too. So, but it, it's Tuesday. I uh, June. It, it's in the twenties. Um, oh, it's in front of me. It's Tuesday, June 21st. Okay, cool. That's good. What are other concussion questions, Damon? Um, what's your middle name? David. Okay, so you got that. Still good. Glad you know that. How the hell would you know if I was lying? I wouldn't. <laughs> it, was a sh it was a shot in the dark. You sounded pretty confident, so... That answers the question. I'm just trying to look at it in the mirrors, dude. How many fingers am I holding up? Four. Okay. You're good. This is terrible radio. People are going to hate this. It's fine. I, dude, you know what? It That looks so good. I think, I think I'm all right. It'll swell up. I don't care if it swells up. Like... So now the issue is I wanted to shave before I left on my trip. I can't shave with this big cut there, so I guess I'm growing on a beard. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. You will not be shaving. I'm telling you, this is my best performance ever. Oh, man. God. 
Dude, I hate that shit just goes, shit hits the fan at the worst times. Worst damn times. It could be worse. You could be not able to do this right now. Could be in the hospital. I think that would just make for a better podcast. No, no. Make for a worse one. I don't know. Me writing on a whiteboard, just like, here, say this. I can't move my mouth. Yeah, no, I don't like that. All right. Well, I'm going to stick the beginning of this and we'll just start recording it now. I'm going to stick that at the start. We'll explain everything else after we get through the sponsorship thing. Uh, and yeah, here's young sprint car phenom, uh, Ryan Timms. All right, guys, we are now joined by a very, very special guest. I called him the next Jeff Gordon uh, in the last segment we just recorded. Uh, well, last night now, but you heard it five minutes ago. Uh, we're here with Ryan Timms, uh 15-year-old phenom. Uh, I know you plan on uh, making your World of Outlaws debut uh, in late August at uh, River Cities, right? Uh, yeah, that's the plan as of now, so... What uh, I wanted to ask you personally, because I mean, I've got my own opinions. They don't matter at all. Uh, what do you think of the uh, 16 year old rule? Uh, and I love the Twitter picture, by the way, as tweet, tweet of the year so far. Uh, yeah, that that Twitter post is kind of just make everyone laugh. But uh, I mean, it, it sucks, but it's part of it. Uh, I think it'll just make me that much better by the time I get to race it. Um, I'll have a whole year to get ready for Knoxville. So, um, I think it'll end up working out better almost. So we'll just see how it goes. It's a very professional the, answer. You got to let me, the, let us do the bitching <laughs> for you. <laughs> Go ahead. Dan. I was just going to say is the, uh, is the the Twitter picture more or less? You're just trying to lobby yourself, right? So you can get get in a ride a lot sooner. Yeah, it's just trying to just trying to get some attention. Yeah, I think people need to. You did a good job. Yeah, I think some people need to understand. I mean, I wrote a story about it, but it's all like it's all in good fun. Uh, I had people like citing your tweet as like it's clear that he's pissed about it. Why are you even interviewing him on the podcast? Like we already know his opinion, and I'm like. Man, I I think you're reading way too much into things. Like you you can't do that with stuff. So no, yeah, uh, people were like commenting. Some people just thought I was being cocky, and I just thought it was just a funny post. I saw someone comment overrated it on the on the night that you yeah. won a third straight race against national competition. If we're being honest. No, I was good. How are you? Uh, oh, well. You you rode the cushion. You look like Justin Henderson last year. Every time I watched you, since Henderson was riding the complete side of the cushion, you were the only guy that could stick up there all the way through three and four, though. How did – I guess don't give your secret away. I don't know if there is one, but are you just that good? Uh, I'd say it was just me and Jimmy, uh, my crew chief. He's got the car on rails lately. And uh, it was just really tricky coming off of uh, four and two. Um, everyone kept plugging it in the fence, and I was just coming off of it a little bit. And even when I did get it up in it, I just got it or just kind of backed it in so it didn't uh, push towards the fence. And that was just where I was gaining all my all my time on everybody. So you you go out 
and win those three straight races, I guess, as, as you were in that final of the three races, uh, you had a little more, little more work to do. It seemed like in that, in that last one, but, um, as, as you took the checkered flag, how surreal was it to be like, okay, I just beat some of the best in the Midwest and, uh, and, and did it at such a young age. It was just, I think a lot of it was just, honestly, that, that bonus, I just really wanted it bad. And, uh, I think my dad even rang this up to me. He was saying how he thinks I just wanted it so much more than all the other ones that it just made me drive that much harder and smarter. And I think that just kind of getting that figured out and, uh, get my limits figured out. Um, and Jimmy and Billy, they got something figured out on the car too. Uh, but we're just doing really good right now. And we'll just see how we do next week. Do you think things have you, uh, already gotten line to, to buy with that, to buy with that uh, bonus? Uh, I haven't figured it out yet, but <laughs> I want to get something. Cool. I want to get something pretty cool. What are, what's your, uh, brainstorm some ideas here and we'll market it to, uh, Randy. <laughs> of what you want to buy is it race car stuff or is it like do you want to buy a water slide for your house i want to get i want to get a pretty cool pit bike a new pit bike that'd be pretty there it cool. is yeah yeah pit bike uh kind of want one of those oculuses that'd be pretty pretty dope yeah. that'd be fun <laughs> we'll we'll see what we can do <laughs> I think this is like Christmas over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were talking about kind of having that want um, and driving differently with it. Do you think that's something that you can kind of figure out how to channel as you go along? I know that's, you know, when I was a kid playing hockey, it was like, if someone pissed me off, I'd just play a lot harder. Now I kind of just get into fights. It's probably where my career stalled out, I guess. But uh, do you think that's something you can kind of channel and, and figure out how to find that want every race, no matter where it's at? Yeah, I think it's kind of a different type of want now, though. Uh, I mean, I've seen what what the attention brings from one and all three. So I think just wanting it, wanting it that much more and getting all that attention and uh, all the hype makes me want want to win all those next races that much more absolutely uh and then the rest of your summer uh leading up to that august world of allies day what uh what are your plans to run um next week we run uh some of the speed week wednesday through saturday and then um we'll go we'll go watch the nationals and then run the front row challenge and I'm not really sure what's in between here and there. But then after that, we go out to California once I turn 16 and, uh, we're on that outlaw race, obviously. And then we'll go out to California, run gold cup, trophy cup. Um, and then I think we might stay out there for a little bit. I'm not sure. You think you're going to run so uh, Skagit as, national? Uh, I'm not old enough. Oh, is that an age one? Jeez. They're everywhere over here. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as, as you, you know, go to nationals to watch, you, you know, watch nationals, you said you get a whole year now to prepare for Knoxville. 
what is it that you're going to look for? What are, what are you guys watching for? What are, what are you trying to pick up on? Are you talking to other drivers while you're, you're walking around and, and kind of getting some points and tips that way? Um, I think the best way that I've picked up on tracks is not just figuring it out myself. Uh, Jimmy, he, he can tell me what to do and I can kind of just go from there. I mean, I know he can hook my car up uh, pretty good and, I trust him a lot and uh I uh I feel like we've gotten a lot of these tracks figured out and it'll just make all these these next new ones a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. I think the experience uh is definitely huge, you know, anytime you go to different tracks and you're a kid running nationally already at all these big name race tracks and I think that's very uh it's going to pay off, I think, obviously, uh, along with your talent. Um, what's the Skagit Nationals age limit? 16. Uh, they, well, like last year, uh, it's like everywhere in California and Washington, uh, or just the West Coast. You know the dates, um, you know the Skagit dates after your birthday, right? Is the Skagit not this weekend? No, no, Skagit's the weekend after River Cities. So I think it's before the California. Yeah. Not the, not the dirt cup or whatever they're running this weekend. Yeah. I I was talking about the outlaws race up there in Washington later this year. Uh, after the 26th. Yeah. It's like September 1st through 3rd. I think I might be there then. I don't know. I got them mixed up. No, you're, you're all good. I wanted to clarify. Cause I was like, is it 16 to run most outlaw races and then not at some tracks? Cause I, yeah, I got it mixed up. Um, I, I, we don't, I don't even know. We could just go weekend by weekend. Really. Right. Absolutely. You're not thinking about it. Um, no, nah, but yeah, I, I grew up doing book reports on just reading about Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart kicking guys ass at like 12 years old. So the age limit argument too. And I was covering sports when I was like 15 or 16. Um, and just, I don't, I don't like saying, uh, someone's this old, they gotta be this old to do this. Um, on most things, there's like three things in the world. I won't get into what they are. We'll get into political debates, Damon. Damon loves doing those though. No, I don't. Damon, you got any off, you got any off the rails questions? Do you have, have you thought about our question of who you'd want to fight the most, Ryan? Has that changed since the last podcast we had you on? Don't answer it. Damon stopped answering it last time. I'm going to stop this time too. Yeah, you did stop it last time. (laughs) (laughs) Who's, uh, who's been your, uh, biggest like mentor. That's a current driver that people would know, I guess. Um, I don't really have a main mentor. Uh, there's been a few veteran guys that have helped me out a little bit. Uh, not really just not even help me out. Just, I mean, talk to me and just aren't good guys to me. Um, Brooke Tattnall, he's a really good guy, uh, up, up North and Terry McCarl. He's, he's cool. Austin McCarl, uh, Carson too. Um, uh, I mean, those are kind of the main two, Terry and Brooke. But uh, when I was in California, Dominic Selzy kind of talked to me a little bit, but not there's not that many, really. 
these are all, and I don't think we've had all five of them on the podcast. I know we haven't had Brooke yet, uh, but all, all five guys, I'm pretty tight with the fantastic people to talk to. So I'm not surprised yeah. at all that that's what it is. Mentioning Carson last Carson's an avid listener. He's going to be pretty disappointed. I think <laughs> that he ranked third there. Carson. Yeah. Yeah. Very bad at texting. Third me back. Out of four. Yeah. Okay. Damon, Damon, you got anything else for Ryan? Uh, no, man. It's just been fun to fun to sit back and kind of watch and and kind of see the the progression, especially since the last time that we we talked to you and had you on. Um, really, just uh, I guess you know you you, you got to be excited where things are currently at, don't you? Oh yeah, it's everything. It's looking pretty up. So uh, just got to keep it rolling. And uh, I mean, here in the next few the next year, maybe even two years, I'm going to have to take quite a few beatings at some of these tracks. So it'll suck, but I think just paying my dues, I'll eventually get there. What are your kind of, uh, career goals? What, what do you want to see yourself racing a lot, uh, when you're older and in racing on a regular basis, you know, whether it be one series, whether it be, you know, going around in different vehicles, stuff like that. Um, as of now, I just want to be able to just run sprint cars for a living, uh, but that could change. I could want to do asphalt for the money or something. Uh, I don't really know yet, but, uh, I think sprint cars are just the coolest thing ever. And, uh, it'd be pretty cool to be able to just run those for, for your career. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Have you, uh, just curious and I'm not trying to drum up rumors. Have you been approached to run any like ARCA, like stock car development series and stuff like that? Uh, I don't know what specifically, like what specific asphalt or anything, but I've, I've gotten offers for asphalt. Yeah. I just don't really know exactly what. Yeah, absolutely. That's fair. Yeah. So I'll tell you, I think uh, a lot of people hate it when they take dirt guys to run NASCAR, but I also think having dirt guys up there and succeeding uh, definitely helps dirt racing in general. But yeah, I mean, you said it, sprint cars are like the coolest car out there. Right. And I think their sprint cars, they're, they're definitely going up. Uh, I mean, there's a hundred thousand race to win this weekend, a 50,000 race to win, uh, I mean, they're doing a lot better now. So, uh, I think they'll just keep getting better and better. What do you think it would take to get like seven national touring series to like pay big bucks? Like the late models do. Do we need to put all the sprint car guys in toter homes and take the wraps off the side? Yeah. I don't even, I don't know. I just race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying care to about the politics. Oh, I'm just trying to poke fun at people. I don't know what they don't wrap. their like, Toter homes are all just white, They're like plain white, plain yeah. black. I, well, I don't get that. Like you see a world of outlaws, you see a world of outlaws team going down the road and it's Houston speedway. We're advertising this. This is a big deal. And then the late model guys are like, don't steal my car. This is just a regular toter home. There's not two late models in it. I like, I like how the late model guys are so like normal dudes. Like just a lot of them are redneck guys that are winning these million dollar races. I mean, not Jonathan Davenport, he's not redneck, but. Uh, but that's that's really all it is no yeah you're right it's pretty cool the lay model is pretty cool 
go ahead, Damon. Sorry. We all, I just, yeah, I say that's, that's all that is. And that's why they, they don't really wrap things up is because it's, it's, uh, a bunch of dudes that just travel from race to race. Like, uh, like your typical weekly guys. Yeah. I was talking to, yeah, uh, I agree. I was talking to Gordy Gundaker and we're going to get him on at some point in the future here, but he was saying, I was asking him if everyone, cause he was drinking a bush light. Chris Simpson has a bush light helmet and he's got a case of bush every time he wins a race. Uh, and so I was talking to him. I said, are, are all you guys just big bush light fans? And he's like, well, at least this entire side of the hell tour garage. And it's like 20 cars lined up. <laughs> he's like, yeah, all, all those people, I can attest to it. And so, yeah, like just regular, regular people. And, you know, it's a different world than, than sprint car drivers, but I think, you know, they're all pretty, they're just guys being guys. All right. Are we good? Do you want to guarantee any wins from the rest of your summer schedule? (laughs) I'm not going to guarantee any. Next time you go to Houston's, can, can you guarantee your next Houston starts going to be a W? No, because I can't qualify there to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difficulty in that? What What do you think's going wrong? I don't. All the times from first place to thirteenth on is within a tenth, so I think it's just that close. Which mm-hmm. is kind of weird because quick time and qualifying was uh, uh it was like an eleven two flat or something and in my heat race i said an 11 one flat or something and it was way slicker so i don't even understand that <laughs> i like it. it's what is it trials and tribulations damon i had to stop throwing these yeah. on here i don't know any of them i just know like <laughs> half the syllables of it all he's, right he's heard them once or twice and so he thinks he can throw them out i hear them a lot and then i like want to say them because everyone says them and then i, I say them and i hate myself because i just sound like everyone else we'll figure it out at some point i gotta get i gotta fix my chin before i kind of get into vernacular again that's a good idea <laughs> ryan thank you uh thanks so much for coming on we appreciate you taking the time buddy Yeah, thanks for having me on again.